Good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, March 27th. We have 1 Samuel 28 through 31. We'll be concluding 1 Samuel, and then we have Psalm 86. So let's uh, ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you would guide us right now, uh, that you would give us wisdom and understanding as we read your word, Lord. Uh, just fill us, fill us with your spirit, Lord. All right, 1 Samuel chapter 28. In those days, the Philistines gathered their forces for war to fight against Israel. And Achish said to David, Understand that you and your men are to go out with me in the army. David said to Achish, Very well, you shall know that what your servant can do. And Achish said to David, Very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel had died, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in Ramah, his own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the necromancers out of the land. The Philistines assembled and came and encamped at Shunem. And Saul gathered all Israel, and they encamped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him, either by dreams, or by Urim, or by the prophets. Then Saul said to his servants, Seek out for me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said to him, Behold, there is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself and put on other garments and went, he and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night. And he said, Divine for me by a spirit and bring up for me whomever I shall name to you. The woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off the mediums and the necromancers from the land. Why then are you laying a trap for my life, bringing about my death? But Saul swore to her by the Lord. As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? He said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, Do not be afraid. What do you see? And the woman said to Saul, I see a God coming up out of the earth. He said to her, What is his appearance? And she said, An old man is coming up, and he is wrapped in a robe. And Saul knew that it was Samuel, and he bowed it with his face to the ground and paid homage. <clears throat> then Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Saul answered, I am in great distress, for the Philistines are warring against me, and God has turned away from me and answered me no more, either by prophets or by dreams. Therefore I have summoned you to tell me what I shall do. And Samuel said, Why then do you ask me, since the Lord has turned from you and become your enemy? The Lord has done to you as he has spoken by me, for the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord and did not carry out his fierce wrath against Amalek. Therefore the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will give Israel also with with you into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons shall be with me. And the Lord will give the army of Israel also into the hand of the Philistines. Then Saul fell at once, full length, on the ground, filled with fear because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had eaten nothing all day and all night. And the woman came to Saul, and when she saw that he was terrified, she said to him, Behold, your servant has obeyed you. I have taken my life in my hand, and I have listened to what you have said to me. Now, therefore, you also obey your servant. Let me set a morsel of bread before you and eat, that you may have strength when you go on your way." 
He refused and said, I will not eat. But his servants, together with the woman, urged him, and he listened to their words. So he rose from the earth, sat on the bed. Now the woman had a fatted calf in the house, and she quickly killed it. And she took flour and kneaded it and baked unleavened bread of it, and she put it before Saul and his servants, and they ate. Then they rose and went that night. Chapter 29. Now the Philistines had gathered all their forces at Aphek, and the Israelites were encamped by the spring, that is, Jezreel. As the lords of the Philistines were passing on by hundreds and by thousands, and David and his men were passing on in the rear with Achish, the commanders of the Philistines said, Why are these Hebrews doing, What are these Hebrews doing here? And Achish said to the commanders of the Philistines, Is this not David, the servant of Saul, king of Israel, who has been with me now for days and years, and since he deserted to me, I have found no fault in him to this day? But the commanders of the Philistines were angry with him. And the commanders of the Philistines said to him, Send the man back, that he may return to the place to which you have assigned him. He shall not go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he become an adversary to us. For how could this fellow reconcile himself to his Lord? Would it not be with the heads of the men here? Is this not David of whom they sang to one another in dances? Saul has struck down his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Then Achish called David and said to him, As the Lord lives, you have been honest, and to me it seems right that you should march out and in march out and in with me in the campaign, for I have found nothing wrong in you from the day of your coming to me to this day. Nevertheless, the lords do not approve of you, so go back now and go peaceably, that you may not, dis not displease the lords of the Philistines. And David said to Achish, But what have I done? What have I, what have you found in your servant from the day I entered your service until now, that I may not go and fight against the enemies of my lord the king? And Achish answered David and said, I know that you are blameless in my sight as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the commanders of the Philistines have said he shall not go up with us into the, to the battle. Now then, rise early in the morning with the servants of your lord who came with you, and start early in the morning and depart as soon as you have light. So David set out with his men early in the morning to return to the land of the Philistines. But the Philistines went up to Jezreel. Chapter 30. Now when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, the Amalekites had made a raid against the Negev and against Ziklag, and they had overcome Ziklag and buried it with fire and taken captive all, captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great. They killed no one, but carried them off and went their way. And when David and his men came to the city, they found it burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and daughters taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him raised their voices and wept until they had no more strength to weep. David's two wives also had been taken captive, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his son and daughters, sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. <clears throat> and David said to Abathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Bring me the ephod. So Abathar brought the ephod to David. And David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue after this band? Shall I overtake them? He answered them, Pursue, for you shall overtake, and surely shall rescue. So David set out, and the six hundred men who were with him, and they came to the brook Bezor, where those who were left behind stayed. But David pursued, and, and he and four hundred men, two hundred stayed behind, who were too exhausted to cross the brook Bezor. 
They found an Egyptian in the open country and brought him to David, and they gave him bread, and he ate, and they gave him water to drink, and they gave him a piece of cake and figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit revived, for he had not eaten bread or drunk water for three days and three nights. And David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? He said, I'm a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me behind because I fell sick three days ago. We had made a raid against the Negev of the Cherethites, and against that which belongs to Judah, and against the Negev of Caleb. And we burned Ziklag with fire, and David said to him, Will you take me down to this band? And he said, Swear to me by God that you will not kill me or deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will take you down to this band. And when he had taken him down, behold, they were spread abroad over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing, because all the great spoil they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. And David struck them down from twilight until the evening of the next day, and not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who mounted camels and fled. David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken, and David rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, whether small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that had been taken. David brought back all. David also captured all the flocks and herds, and the people drove the livestock before him and said, This is David's spoil. Then David came to the 200 men who had been too exhausted to follow David and who had been left at the brook Bezor, and they went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. And when David came near to the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless fellows among the men who had gone with David said, Because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, except that which, that which, except that each man may lead away his wife and children and depart. But David said, You shall not do so, my brothers, with what the Lord has given us. He has preserved us and given us, given into our hand the band that came against us. Who would listen to you in this matter? For as he, as his share is who goes down to the battle, so shall his share be who stays by the baggage. They shall share alike, and he made it a statute and a rule for Israel from that day forward to this day. When David came to Ziklag, he sent part of the spoil to his friends, the elders of Judah, saying, Here is a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. It was for those in Bethel, in Ramah, of the Negev, in Jatir, in Eror, in Sifmoth, in Eshtemoah, in Rakal, in the cities of the Jeremielites, in the cities of the Kenites, in Hormah, in Bor-Ashan, in Atak, in Hebron, for all the places where David and his men roamed. Chapter 31, Now the Philistines were fighting against Israel. The men of Israel fled before the Philistines and fell slain on Mount Goboa. And the Philistines overtook Saul and his sons. And the Philistines struck down Jonathan and Abimadab and Malkishua, the sons of Saul. The battle pressed hard against Saul, and the archers found him, and he was badly wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised come and thrust me through and mistreat me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he greatly feared. Therefore Saul took his own sword and fell upon it. And when his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell upon his sword and died with him. Thus Saul died, and his three sons, and his armor-bearer, and all his men on the same day together. And when the men of Israel, who were on the other side of the valley, and those beyond the Jordan, saw that the men of Israel had fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their cities and fled, and the Philistines came and lived in them. 
The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. So they cut off his head and stripped off his armor and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to carry the good news to the house of their idols and to their people. To the people, they put his armor in the temple of Ashtaroth, and they fastened his body to the wall of Bethshan. But when the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose and went that night and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Bethshan. And they came to Jabesh and buried them there. And they took their bones and buried them under the tamarisk tree in Jabesh and fasted seven days. Okay, Psalm 86, titled, Great is Your Steadfast Love. It's a prayer of David. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am godly. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you do I cry all the day. Gladden the souls of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my plea for grace. In the day of my trouble I call upon you. For you answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I give thanks to you. O Lord my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love towards me. You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, insolent men have risen up against me. A band of ruthless men seeks my life, and they do not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God of merciful and gracious. You are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Show me a sign of your favor that those who hate me may see and be put to shame. Because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for being so gracious to us, for giving us your strength, Lord, for helping us, comforting us, loving us, Lord, adopting us as sons and daughters into your kingdom. And Heavenly Father, we just ask that you would accomplish your will, Lord, that you would draw men and women, children, people to yourself, Lord, that none would perish, that all would come to repentance, Lord. We just pray your will, Lord, in every situation. Because you know what's best, Lord. We don't know. We think we know what's best sometimes, Lord, but or all the time, Lord. But you know what's best. You see the whole picture. And so, Lord, adjust our prayers accordingly to meet within your will, Lord. But Father, we ask that you be with those that are suffering, uh, Trish and Ida, both in the hospital. We just ask for healing, Lord, restoration, Lord, uh, provision, 
<clears throat> Father, we just ask for, that you would be with Lynn and uh, Pam, Lord, that you would just uh, uh, just, we just ask for your blessing in that situation, Lord, that you would heal Lynn and restore Pam's minds, Lord. Father, we lift up Al. We just ask that you continue to heal his back, Lord, that you would uh, uh, just continue to relieve the pain, Lord, as his body heals uh, from these surgeries, Lord. We just lift him up to you. Lord, we just thank you for uh, all that you're doing. The, uh, Dorothy's friend that had the surgery on uh, Friday, Lord, we just ask for healing. I don't haven't heard if it was, uh, or was, I believe she put that it was successful, Lord, and we just ask for healing there, Lord, that you would uh, uh, just heal his body quickly. And Lord, any other requests, we just ask for your hand, Lord, in, in our lives, uh, that you would use us, that you would... Uh, further your kingdom, Lord. Today is a day dedicated to to worship you, Lord, to serve you, to glorify you, Lord. And um, Father, we know there's uh, churches all over the nation will be meeting and uh, glorifying you, Lord. And we just ask that you would uh, just fill your people with your spirit, Lord, this morning, that they would... Uh, all over this country, Lord, that they would uh, sing praises and, and just wholeheartedly be praising you this morning, Lord. And uh, I hate that we need help to to really worship you and to glorify you, Lord. But it seems to be the case, Lord. Just fill us with your Spirit, and we would just wholeheartedly. Just bow to you, worship you, praise you, that we would really understand how amazing you are and the sacrifices that you have made for us, Lord. Lord, just speak your word through your servants, Lord, and through those speaking, that your word would come out of the mouths of the pastors and preachers and ministers, Lord, and that uh, your word would go forth, Lord, whether they intend to or not, Lord. Just bring your word out of their mouths and use your word to edify and to encourage and to grow your people, Lord, to grow your kingdom, Lord, to help us to give more and more serious about your kingdom and less and less serious about the kingdom of this world and all the things that just get us caught up. There's so many things in this world where we get so distracted thinking this life is about this world. <clears throat> and Lord, we know it's not. We know it's about your kingdom. It's about your kingdom, your eternal kingdom that goes on forever, Lord, and the 
This is just a short little blip in history, uh, giving us the opportunity, Lord, to choose you or to not choose you. And Lord, we know you desire that all would come to you. And so, Lord, help us to use us to reach people, use your spirit, use your holy angels, Lord, whatever resources you have and desire to use it, your avail, Lord, just, just do it, accomplish your will. Father, just be with our fellowship today, Lord, and uh, just help us to get real with you, Lord, and serve you wholeheartedly, Lord. This neighborhood that we have, Lord, bring out people if there's, according to your timing, Lord, and, and your uh, plan. Lord, we certainly don't want to force anything to happen. We just desire that uh, you would use us, Lord. So, Father, be with us today, all those that are serving in all the areas, and just help us to just glorify you uh, in a magnificent way, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Uh, have a great day. We'll see you soon.